Hello, everybody. This is Tulio, and this is the Weight Down Life Up podcast. Podcast that follows me along on my journey losing weight, a significant amount of weight. We're going to be talking to doctors, nutritionists, and a bunch of just you know regular Joes that are either on the journey right now, starting their journey, or have completed the journey, and they are trying to just inspire others as I am today. But this week, episode number three, we are talking to John Stonecipher. The Stone Cipher Fitness in Canton. He was my uh, first trainer, actually, um, and he got me started on this whole journey. Now, when I left here, I kind of fell back down in a little bit of a hole. But then, you know, when I hit rock bottom, I was, which we've talked about in previous episodes. Uh, you know, I was, you know, I still was. I'm, I got encouraged to get back into it because I remember how good I felt when I was with John when he was showing me everything and teaching me all this stuff, and I've taken the lessons from him. And brought it into my my gym routine now, and I'm so glad to have him on because he is the one. He just he's so knowledgeable, and in just everything about him, just him and uh, his lovely girlfriend Adrian, who was uh, originally my friend at first because that's how I met you, and you know that's how we all got together. And you know they just so supportive, and uh, even after I left, they just anything I needed, anything I wanted, it's just like you know just reach out, reach out, reach out. So. Without further ado, I will introduce you to John Stonecipher, Stonecipher Fitness. What's going on, John? Oh, thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate that. I actually <laughs> didn't know I was your first trainer. I didn't know that. that yeah, you were my first trainer. Yeah, I never had a trainer before you. I always awesome. kind of just, you know, used the ones, the, the free ones that were yeah. available here and there, but yeah. they, they weren't trainers, you gotcha. know what I mean? So yeah. um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. So I've, uh, I'm a health coach. So overall, like I do... Um, Strength training primarily is one of my passions. Uh, nutrition, we do things like massage as well. We try to be the whole picture and package to when it comes to health and fitness. So not just coming in and making you do workouts or not just coming in and telling you what exact diet you should be following, but kind of nurturing the whole process and making you feel much more comfortable within your own lifestyle and not just tailoring to a cookie cutter format that may work for one person or it might not work for you, but really tailoring everything on a personal scale. You know, that's how we got started because um, I was in this weight loss program that you had for people that were significantly overweight, you know, people that were 50 pounds or more yeah. overweight. And, you know, you're right. It wasn't tailored. It, you know, it's not, I'm sorry, it is tailored. It wasn't cookie cutter mm -hmm. like all these other weight loss plans, like, you know, like keto and this and that. And just, you know, oh, you'll do, eat all the meat you want, you'll lose weight. And, or just, you know, just do cardio, and you'll lose weight. That's not true. And as a matter mm -hmm. of fact, I don't think we didn't ever did any cardio in here as far, no. as far as like treadmill or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It was all TRX. It was all using your own body. It was like basically just what was it, core? What would you call it? Core? Well, you think of it as like calisthenics as a lot of people do. Like you do your body weight training, um, but we use your body as its own tool. Like getting on the repeatedly jamming the joint is not necessarily something we wanted to do. Plus your weight loss is going to come from a lot of your nutrition as well. So I would rather strengthen the joint than just beat it down and, and work through your heart. So, and again, that can teach you things about your own body. Like if you can't move through a range of motion, let's learn how and why we can't do that range of motion. Which was perfect for me because I had my back injury when I was mm -hmm. here. And, you know, I, I mean, I still, to this day, I have a little bit of a back, you know, back problems, but I, I noticed that when, you know, you, I mean, you were so encouraging, you were just like, it, it, and that was the nice thing about it is being here in Snow Cipher Fitness, it was, you know, if you couldn't do something, they found another way to do it. You know, if I, if I couldn't do it, do the same exercise standing up because of my back, you say, well, we can still do it to sitting down. Mm -hmm. You know, you weren't, you weren't going to let me not do it. That was no. the nice thing about hell it. Hell no. <laughs> get out of it. Like, no. get the hell out. Yeah, get up, yeah, get yeah, your yeah. ass up. Come yeah. on. Now, and you know, and that's, and that's what was nice about it. That's why I kept coming back because yeah. it was just, it wasn't like, you know, oh, you know, it, like you said, these cookie cutter trainers and cookie cutter uh, programs that are yeah. just, oh, this, this, and this. No, it's not, it's not the same for everybody. No. You know, people are going to be heavier. People are going to have back problems. You cater to each individual, which is what I like, even in a group setting, because we had other people in this group that had, you know, that were heavier than me or lighter than me, but they didn't have back problems. So mm -hmm. it was like you cater to their, but they had elbow problems or knee problems, whatever. Yeah. And you cater to each of those programs, which I love. This is what I loved about this place. And I encourage anybody out there that's listening right now, uh, especially if you're in the Canton or Metro Detroit area, definitely hit up John, you know, they'll cater a program to you. And it, it's just, it really, it, I, I mean, and do you do the, so like, um, are you still offering the group training now? Yeah. We, we always offer the group training for that to tailor to each person. Like it doesn't matter if you come into the class and, and you have a bunch of weight to lose, or you're just coming in to build muscle or whatever it is. We tailor it to you as the individual aspect. And that's what to us makes a good coach. Like anybody can tell you to do push ups. 
anybody can tell you to do a squat, but not everybody can tailor everything to you. Regress, progress, reach into that. If it's a day that you've had a rough day at work, then we've regressed a little bit. You've already had a lot of stress. So putting much more stress on you may not fix that, may not help that. It's really about the individual aspect of it. Like we have a quote on the door that says, it's not just training. We make it personal. And we focus on the personal side of the personal training, much less than we focus on the training side of it. Because that personal element is what's going to keep you going. Like just telling you how to do a program doesn't motivate you, but helping and encouraging and supporting you through your downs, through your ups, that's what gets you to your goal. That's what gets you to your end result and keeps you motivated through the process. You know, that's, and it's so true because we constantly look for that motivation. We're always looking for that spark. And, you know, it it really, it, you know, like I said, you know, I'm not, we're not we're not trying to just pump your business up, pump your business up. We're we're talking as an individual trainer who really knows what the hell they're talking about, mm-hmm. and you know that constant motivation it it really helps because you know when you're doing it on your own, especially like I am now. But I've I've I see I have the, I have the training of you. I've had that you're still that voice in my head like get your ass up. You know, just yeah. because you can't do it here doesn't mean you can't do it sitting down, or mm-hmm. just because it hurts a little bit doesn't mean it's not going to work. You know what I mean? So that constant motivation, that constant just consistency mm-hmm. of doing it, it really helps and really helps motivate you. So tell, let's talk about um, the, the training overall. And, you know, a lot of these trainers you see out there now and, and, and you know, these these private gyms or gyms, they just, they, they constantly just hit like, this is the cookie cutter. This is what you got to do. This is what you got to do. Tell us what's different about you and what's different about your training and how, because I, I, I really want to share more of the story about you and how you came to be and how this whole thing uh, became an idea. And just like, I'm, I'm kind of letting you take the reins on this one because I want you to kind of explain why, you know, your training is so different because I mean, why is it that a guy like me who was obviously very heavy, still is still very heavy and I'm still, you know, getting towards my goal. Why is it that I was able to take, you know, everything you said and did and helped me with, why is it, why did it work for me? And, and none of these other trainers on these cookie cutter programs, why does yours different than everybody else's? Because it starts with you oh. because it starts from the person. Like none of our programming is set until you walk through the door. You are what we base everything around. So what I noticed as a coach, like I've been a coach pretty much my entire adult life. Mm-hmm. So this has been a part of me since I could basically, before I can even drink. So, oh. which I don't do anymore. <laughs> uh, so what, what I stimulate off of was my personal life. Like what did I want out of life? What was I seeking? What was I missing? And what did I see that most of the people around me were missing? And that happened to be the fact that somebody cared about you, that what I learned, especially recently, is <clears throat> no one's going to care about you until you care about them. So when you walk through the door, my first objective is to show you, like, I care about you. I want to see, see you be successful. I want to make sure that even if I'm not the right person for you, I will help you find the right person for you. Because at the end of the day, what matters is that you are successful and that you feel supported and you're cared about. Like, that's not something that you're going to learn in school. That's not something you're going to learn from a textbook. That's something you're going to learn from real life experience, going through that, having hardship, having trauma. Those are things that you want to feel supported through. So taking my own backstory of dealing with trauma and dealing with a poor household, like really helped me to become a great coach because I was giving the things that I knew that I needed to the people that are walking through the door, like coming in and saying like to a gym is terrifying. Sometimes Mm -hmm. if you've never been to a gym, you don't know the environment, you don't know the aspect of it. It's so terrifying. You could drive up to the gym. 10 times before you ever walk through the door and not knowing that person walking through there. Like I never want to assume where you come from. I want you to come in and, and be like, Oh, welcome to our facility. I'm super happy that you came here today because I actually am. Right. It's not, a, oh, it's yeah, not a, it's not a facade. It's not that I'm trying to sell you. It's literally that I want to see you be successful. I want to see you be happy and healthy in your life right. because I found that for myself and that was my way of, of competing or I'm sorry, um, fighting through depression was making sure that I was healthy and happy as po- as best as I could be. And that's what motivated me to keep going because I don't know what you deal with on a daily basis. I don't know if you're suffering with depression. I don't know if you have a rough environment at home. I don't know those things. So if I can bring you in with care and support and show you that the people that are in this building are going to help you no matter what and whatever situation you're in, 
that's what's going to draw you into that. If you start with the person first and then you work on the training afterwards, you're going to see so much more success and so much more happiness in that individual, which at the end of the day is the important factor to us is that you're happy. When you're healthy, you're happier. When you feel like you have good energy, you're happier. When you feel like you have a community right. behind you, you're happy. Right. And in this life, that's what matters is your happiness, your joy. And that comes from you and your surroundings. If you've got a bad environment, it's much harder to be happy. But if I surround you with people that love and care about you, man, the, the world's endless for what your potential is. And that's, you know, and that's, it's, it's a very important part because we, you know, we talked about mental, I'm, well, we're going to be talking about mental health in future episodes. I've been teasing it forever. We're going to spend about two hours or two, two full entire segments on it because I think it really is probably it's, if not uh, the high or maybe one of the most important, if, if not the most important, because it's like, you basically have to have a mindset to be in here. You know, and you have to want it. Like you said, it starts with you. You have to want it. Nobody else, you can't do it for anybody else. You can't do it for your doctors, your significant other, your friends, your fam. You have to do it for you. And that's, you know, that's the one thing. I It was like, I remember you telling me that. It was like, basically, you know, look, you, it starts with you. It starts with your head. It starts with getting your head straight before you get in here. Because if your head's not straight, then being in here is not going to do anything. It's because you're going to go right back to the old habits, which I was. I mean, for a time meaning, I mean, I, I was, you know, I was still going back to those old habits. Even when I left here, you know, I had that mindset, but I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I had that like, oh, that urge and you and you definitely helped it. But it was like it's you fight those battles outside of the gym. And that's, you know, when you constantly have that encouragement. Look, I if it wasn't for your encouragement and everybody in here like you and Adrian and all the other trainers that were in here. I, I, I wouldn't be where I am because I wouldn't have that, you know, that consistent just voice in my head saying, you can do this, that positivity, you know, and we always talk about having, basically, I said this on, on, on episode two, we always, because we talked about self-care and self-love and we always worry what's below the shoulders and never what's above. And everything's, oh, well, my, my, my boobs are too small or my stomach's too big or my, you know, my, my butts, my ass, whatever. It's not perfect enough. Well, you know what? That's because everything above your shoulder is something going on, you know, and that's, you know, that's what I liked about coming here. And that's what I liked about you and your training style. And, you know, what I liked, so I kind of want to talk about this too. So, you know, we, uh, if you look in the gym and I will, I'm going to post some pictures too. If you look in the gym, there's not one piece of cardio equipment in here. No, no treadmill, no elliptical, no, you know, row machine, nothing. So tell me why, uh, kind of a cardio list. Uh, environment, why that works so much. So when I'm a person about efficiency, so, and I want to preface this immediately with, like, I have no problem with cardiovascular activity right, in any right. way, shape or form. Absolutely. Like you do what works for you. If you're an endurance based athlete, that's fantastic. But as myself personally, what I feel comfortable teaching and what I found the benefit was, is I can train the heart on a treadmill mm-hmm. or I can train the heart and the muscles and the joints and the ligaments and the tendons to make you stronger for when you can be in a position of injury that you can prevent that. If I can train right. you through a strength orientation of making you do a squat, that's something you're going to do repeatedly all the time. You're not going to just be running around every day. Like, what do you do more often in your life? Run or pick something up? We right. pick something up pick every something up. single day. Like when you go to pick up something, a box off the top shelf, is running going to help you be more able to do that? Or is doing an overhead press going to help you with that? Or is being able to lift a dumbbell or lift a barbell or train your body? Like we want to, f- and, and where cardiovascular can help you burn a lot of energy, it's not, mm. it doesn't continue afterwards. Like something people don't re- register with cardiovascular versus resistance training, which is what all strength training is, is resistance training, yeah. is when you're doing your cardio, you're going to burn a lot of calories during it. But as soon as you're done, you're going to burn very little and it's going to be done. And then you get really, really hungry and you look for a lot of carbohydrates because you want to fulfill yeah, that again. Right. right. You feel like starving. Right. But with strength training, it's very different. You're not going to burn the same amount of calor- calories that you do during the training session. Like instead of cal- like burning 500 calories during a run, you might burn 250, 300, something like that. But afterwards, your body is trying to heal from the damage that you did by breaking the muscle down. So you're going to burn an additional calories for the next 12 hours that will supersede what you did for the actual run. So you're going to burn more calories in the long term. You're going to repair your body. You're going to build strength into the joints so that way the next time you step out of line or, or miss that step, you don't injure your knee. You don't injure your ankle. Like you don't put yourself in that position. Being strong is something that I've always loved. And that's our kind of our quote, right? We, we say stone cipher strong. But right. it's not just in the instance of physical physicality. But I mean, it is too, but being stronger is like, have you ever met a person that you met? You're like, man, you couldn't benefit from being stronger. 
No, like it's, it's, I've never met somebody like, man, you shouldn't get stronger. You should just stop right now. This is not where you should keep going. You're fucking perfect. What yeah, are you doing? Yeah, well, like, perfect. Like I, like we were just at a powerlifting, um, uh, event over the weekend and there were so many people there that were just immensely powerful and just super impressive with that. But I guarantee you, I walk up to each one of them and be like, would you like to be able to lift 10, 15 pounds more? Hell yeah, I would. <laughs> they wouldn't, there's none of them that wouldn't be like, no, I'm nah, you know, this is good. Like, I think this is where I want to stop. I think I'm, I'm done. done. The max, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Like I just did 600. Who cares? Like whatever. Like there's no person I couldn't meet that couldn't benefit from being stronger. So like lifting a barbell is tough. Like anybody can get on a treadmill and walk for 30 minutes. Right. right? That's not something that, I mean, unless you have an underlying condition or you can't, yeah. or you have injuries or something like the that. Majority. The majority. The majority of people yeah. could do that, but it takes a whole different thing to be able to get underneath a barbell and push it or push it pull it or lift it or squat it. Like you killed, you cannot cheat your way into strength. You can't, you can't just be strong just to be strong. I mean, genetically you could be blessed a little bit, but you got to work to be strong. Like even farm boys, they come out there. There's this beast ox six foot three and can bench your, your whole house. Oh, you're bringing back painful memories of farmer's walks. (laughs) (laughs) Those damn farmer's walks. Oh, I hated those, but go on. (laughs) But they like, they had to earn that whether they lifted bales of hay or they lifted a barbell. It's the same thing. Like strength is something that you earn and that's just in the physical side, but you can be strong in character. You can be strong in like supporting others as a strength quality, like seeking out assistance. Like we talked a little bit about mental health, like going to see a therapist to me is very strong. Is, is not only being self-aware, but is self-accepting enough to go do something that's going to benefit you. That's strength. Asking for help is strength. Right. People think of it as weakness, but we didn't get here by ourselves. We've been tribesmen our entire existence. Like you wouldn't right. survive if it wasn't for the people around you. So why do you think asking for help is going to be a problem? That's a strength thing. That's like you being strong enough to recognize where you are and what you need. Strength can relate to all different facets. It's not just your ability to pick up 300 pounds. Strength is your ability to see a situation, adapt to it, know what you need and go get it. Like being strong is standing the fuck up, being tall, put your chest out, like walk with a football team behind you. That's your mentality is what it should be. When you walk through the door, like the first person you see is like when, if you're going to walk in and you're trying to date, you're trying to look for your lady or whatever that is, like, are you going to do better walking through the door with your shoulders slumped and your head down and like that? She's not going (laughs) to see you dog. Like it's not going to happen. But if you walk in with your chest up, strong, and I'm not saying like you got to act like you got these giant muscles, but right. walk in with your chest up, walk in with some purpose, with some strength to show that like you're there. This is who I am, and whoever it is, it doesn't matter. Like accept who yourself or who you are, but stand up tall, man. Like that's what strength really comes to, and and strength training itself helps you do that. Running mm. continuously is not going to help your posture improve. If anything, it's going to hurt it because really? you're consistently jamming your joint, bang, 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 bang all yeah. the time. But being able to erect your spine, being able to teach you how to stand up, being able to teach you, well, your hips are the problem coming from here because you're sitting down your butt all day right. or being able to recognize that you have, like you've been putting yourself in a poor position a lot. Like even driving, think of the fact when you're a kid, right? Like you got to put your arm up and you tilt it to the side, well, you yeah. lean because like you're gangsta-ling. a badass, <laughs> right? But that's going to cause a problem long-term because you're putting yourself in this poor position all the time. But yeah. you wouldn't recognize that on a treadmill, but you would recognize that when you start pushing and pulling and squatting. So that's why we do strength and not, and not cardio, because I'd rather build strength and train your heart at the same time than just train your heart and burn calories. Cause that's only going to be a short term thing. It's not going to build your strength for long term. Like if you look at the most competitive runners in the world, mm-hmm. I used to work with one and he strength trained probably more than he ran a lot because he understood the importance of his joints being ready and able to handle the load that they were going to take on. Like you can't be like, like if you look at a sprinter, like I guarantee that dude strength trains. There's no way he's he's so big and massive and strong, but if his joints weren't able to handle load, if he just sprinted all the time, he's not going to be able to handle that. There's no no way that he can compete at that highest level if he's not making sure that everything in his body is as perfect as it possibly can be. And you're not going to, you might see it in his gait, like when he runs, but you're not going to see it on an everyday basis like that. Like you need to be able to tap into that. They're going to have like twig legs. Twig legs. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's fine. If you want to be a marathon runner and stuff, but even then, like you're running for long, long distances. Like I just watched this video of, uh, of a guy finishing the marathon race and he decided right at the end, he was going to jump and click his heels and he came down and bang, his ankle was gone. He lost the race because he came down on that ankle and it just snapped. 
and it was gone because I mean, you have a lot of wear and tear. That's what it does to your body. Running 26 miles is tough. Running right. 50 miles is very demanding on your body. So making sure that your joints are really, really strong and able to handle that is very important. Well, it's, I mean, it's just like ro- rotating tires on a car. I mean, every, I mean, anytime, you know, after a certain amount of miles, you have to rotate them or change them out. And if you're constantly running these 26 mile marathons, 26 mile, and after, and after, you know, and like you said, it just wears on you and you're not training, not strength training anything down there. You're just running, running, running. And like you said, if you're a car, you know, if, if you're a marathon runner, if you're, if you're based on cardiovascular, your, your workout and your life is based on cardiovascular, by all means that, you know, yes, keep doing what you're doing. But with people like me who lose a significant amount of weight, men and women, we tend to get scare away from the treadmill because we like when I remember when I first started this journey, I was like three minutes in and I passed out almost. I was seeing stars wow. and seeing black. And I was in here. You could see that I clearly was, you know, I could I could sit there and do TRX all day yeah. and doing squats and doing everything we were doing here. But you put me on a treadmill and I'm like, I couldn't I had three minutes, I was done when I first started. You know, I'm I can I occasionally go on a treadmill now every now and then and I notice and, I, and maybe you can answer my this question to me. I've noticed since I've settled down like kind of taken down the cardio a little bit as far as like you know uh, elliptical or a bike or or even the treadmill since i've taken down the times on those and added more strength training i've i've seen that i've actually dropped a lot more weight than i used to mm-hmm. so can you explain that to me why that's going on or anybody out there is doing that so i mean this could be a couple of different things but mm-hmm. generally like you're you're not stressing the body as much and right that, so you're not continuously just repeatedly jamming on your joint right if you're right. walking around 400 500 pounds that's a lot of pressure to your joints right and if they're not strong like to be able to handle that that's going to deteriorate over time right but if you if you can squat and, and build that strength back up it'll help but the aspect of losing weight there too is you're creating a different challenge so so this oh, is the okay. tough part about cardiovascular is that if you do the same thing for the 30 minutes every single day of your mm-hmm. life, you don't think your body's going to acclimate and accept and like think that that's a normal to your body, then it's going to be adjusted to it. Your body's really good at adaptation. So when you stop changing the routine, you don't, your body doesn't force to be, to adapt to the next level. So when you took a little bit of time away from cardio and went to strength, your body has to adapt to that now. Right. Going back, like when you break the muscle down, you got to rebuild it. Like I have a quote, like people think you build muscle in the gym. You are wrong. You break. <laughs> muscle down in the gym and you build it while you sleep, which is why, again, it's not just about your work. So when you go home, like, I don't care if you work in out in the gym for two hours, but you only sleep four hours a night, you really think you're going to be putting your body in a good position. Your immune system is going to be down. You might get injured more often. You might like, that's when you can have problems if you don't balance those things out. So what's happening here is you're challenging yourself in a completely different way. You're giving your body a chance to be able to adapt, recover and and do it all over again. And challenging that is what's going to burn a Additionally, calories in a different way. You're going to be breaking down muscle in a different way and your body's going to have to adapt. It's about challenging your body consistently. Just like we want to challenge ourselves mentally. You don't want to just think that all the knowledge you got when you were 18, when you got out of high school is enough. And you just stop. <laughs> this is all I need. This is all I got. You want to keep learning in the same way as you want to keep challenging your body. It's so important to keep progressing, like change in a different way. Like there is no perfect program. I can tell you that right now. There's right. no such thing as a perfect program. So when people train with me, like if they're focusing on high-end strength and they hit a plateau, it's time to change the program. That's your body telling you like, all right, well, your your nervous system is as strong as it can be right now until you start adding on a little bit more muscle mass. So we change your program around, give you a little bit more muscle mass to be able to help you reach that next step. Like if I have a person come in, who has got like, let's say they have 20-inch thighs mm-hmm. and I keep them to squat and they reach their plateau, like... Do you not think that if I added five more inches of muscle around that leg, it wouldn't be stronger? Right. That's what the purpose is. You got to change it up all the time. Like you want to keep challenging and adapting yourself. Same thing with nutrition, right? You don't want to eat the same thing every single day. Right. You're going to get bored. How many people tell you like, I like variety. I'm a foodie. Well, we all eat dog. Like, of course, like we all (laughs) enjoy food. Like, I don't know what makes you specifically about that. But you want to change it up. Like, you don't want to eat the same things all the time. Right. Like, it gets boring. You, you want to wake up every day and have spinach. And then go to lunch, and then you have the same thing every single time. Right. You're going to get bored, and you're going to quit because it's it's not going to pique your interest in that way. But if you change it up and try a different vegetable, like try adding a different new vegetable every week, mm-hmm. and then change up your palate or add a different fruit or whatever it may be, but you want to keep progressing. But when it breaks down to it, man, you're really challenging your body a different way bring calories in a different way and you're forcing it to have to adapt. So it's going to take that energy you've already stored in your, in your fat cells and try to use that. You know, and I'm glad you brought the, you know, the plateau part up because I've, you know, I noticed myself getting uh, somewhat of a plateau, you know, recently I, I know that I have to change things up, but for people that, that don't have access 
to people like you um, that, you know, there are, because this is being, I mean, I just picked up my first international listener in Germany, <laughs> but for people that, you know, aren't in the Metro Detroit area that can't reach, come here and reach out to you or that necessarily can't, you know, maybe afford a personal train or whatever, you know, do you have any advice for those plateaus? I mean, the, I know we talked about changing it up and, and adding, but you know, if that doesn't work, what other things can you do to kind of get over those plateaus? So, I can tell you right now, like YouTube's your best friend. I can tell you yeah. right now, Google is your best friend. Yeah. Like if you want to change things up and you're stuck in a rut, man, you always have access. The internet is free. I mean, it's, I mean, if, if you can have access <laughs> yeah. to it, right? So if you have those things, like tap into it, start learning, like become a kid again, get creative and excited about what you're yeah. doing. Like yeah. that's so huge. It's like, don't treat exercise as punishment to your body for what you've done to it. Treat it as finding joy within your body again. Like mm -hmm. people are so detrimental to their body. I hate my body. I hate the way I look. I hate this. I hate that. Find joy in what you're doing again. Like, you know, it's going to cause you a benefit. You know, it's going to help you. But I think that when we talked about previously, it was about mindset is so important is change your mindset because it will change so much more about that. Yeah, Instead absolutely. of going and doing the same routine all over again and then running into the wall, like continuously over and over again, jump over the wall walk around it, plow through it, do something to get, around, to get through this situation, but you have everything in your power to do it. Like the information is broad, is out there. Like try something new. Like, right. like we said, there's no perfect thing. So if you're running into a plateau, change things up. Instead of holding the same squat stance you do every single time or hitting the same treadmill, mm -hmm. take yourself out of your comfort zone and do something different. Maybe widen your stance or maybe try the elliptical instead of the treadmill. Mm -hmm. Change things up. If you get plateau or bored, move and change. My best advice to people is typically be comfortable being uncomfortable. Really? That's, that's a great way to look at it. Right? Yeah. So if you're always, if you're looking for comfort, then you're going to get stuck and stagnant. But the more yes. you're comfortable being uncomfortable, the more you're going to progress in whatever avenue that is, whether it be weight loss, whether it be strength training, whether that be in learning a new skill, right. be comfortable being uncomfortable because you're going to put yourself in so many better situations and you're going to put yourself in so many more chances to be successful is that you're just like uncomfortable is my basic nature. Like if you're not good at speaking, put yourself in uncomfortable situations to have to speak. That's the only way you're going to get better is when you start to adapt and, and accept that. Like, I'm going to go do this thing. I'm going to be really nervous about it. I'm going to, my anxiety is going to be through the roof, but I'm going to do it because there's no other way that I'm going to grow. Right. How do you grow? Like, you don't grow by just staying where you are. Like, you can be happy in that way and that's fine if that's what you want. But if you mm -hmm. want growth, you want to be successful, you want to reach that next step, be uncomfortable. Well, you know, and it's, it's basically like you're saying, like you said, strength is earned. It really, I mean, it's, it's such, and honestly, if take away from all, anybody out there that's, uh, that's listening to this, I mean, if, if you're going to take away anything from this, from this episode, strength is earned. It's probably, and as a matter of fact, I think it's going to be the title of this. You know, I'm going to, I'm saying right now, this is going to be the title of this episode. Strength is earned because it's so true. We can sit there and we can complain. We can point fingers and saying, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. You know, but you still got three point, fingers pointing back at you. Oh yeah. And you know, when you're in here, when you're constantly changing, constantly evolving, you are earning that strength. Because whether it be mentally, whether it be, you know, with, with weightlifting, with getting a little bit up, up in your cardio or whatever, you know, you're earning that strength. And so like when, when we talk about changing up the routine now, adding more weight, does that also help as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. you're changing the load, you're changing the challenge or even lessening the weight, but doing more is still a challenge. Okay. You just have to change it. Like it's all it is. And a lot of the time it's about effort. So I, I do this a lot with people when they come in and they mm -hmm. think they're super strong and they, they can do this. <laughs> and I put this tiniest little dumbbell on their hands and I'm like, all right, do the same movement, but I want you to fight like you're fighting for your life. I want you to stand up out of your squat like there's a hundred and... 60 pound man standing on your shoulders. Yeah. Like your effort matters so much into this. Like you can sit down and stand back up. Anybody can do that. Right. Oh, right. Within reason. Like anybody can do that. Right. But going to the bottom, hanging out and then trying to push as hard as you can up and really squeeze and feel all of your muscles in your body work together. Yeah. You could require no weight and you could put in a ton of effort. Like, Effort matters so much into this. So it's, it's not even the weight going up, the weight going down. Like I tell people all the time that your numbers are arbitrary. Like the weight on the barbell or the repetitions you're doing or the sets mm -hmm. that you're doing, they're arbitrary. It's your effort that matters so much more. 
I would rather see you do three set, three uh, reps of something really excruciating, really tough, really hard, than see you do twenty four of them just banging them out like it's just clockwork. Right. Because you're not gonna you're not gonna grow from those twenty four necessarily much more than you will from the three that you're working terribly hard for. I'd rather see you do a repetition for sixty seconds than see you do ten of them for for six a piece. Right. I would rather see that because you're earning it. You're putting in the effort to there. So it's not the weight going up or the weight going down necessarily or the different movement. It's your effort that you're putting in to it. You can get on the treadmill and just coast, right? You can put a movie on and just read a magazine and just kind of walk around. But is that challenging you? No. If it's not challenging you, it's not changing you. Nothing changes unless something changes. Like nothing changes if nothing changes, right? Right. That's the whole breakdown. Like if nothing is changing in your life and you're not doing anything to change it, I don't want to hear about it. Like you can complain about it, but it's not going to do anything. You're not changing anything. Change your environment, change where you go. Like, you don't like your gym, find a new gym. Right. You don't like your spouse, find a new spouse. Like, <laughs> like make it, you want to make your life the way it is. I don't want to hear about it if you're not doing anything to change it. If you want to come to me and tell me, like, I'm really struggling with this, I'm doing all this stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm pushing through and I'm finding new avenues. Great. I will sit here and listen to everything you have to say. But if I heard this for the fifth time and then I ask you, like, what did you do to change it? Right. You say nothing. You're wasting both of our time, especially yours. Yeah. Like, and then since I always look from the other side, like, I don't care what you tell me. I'm like, I'm going to sit here and listen. That's fine. Right. But you're not getting anything out of this because you're not stepping outside of your comfort zone. You're not willing to do the changes. And it's in us. Like we don't like change like in nature. Like if you, if you look at us, we do not thrive under changes. Like we have plans and they go awry. We're like, Oh no, I don't know what to do. We freak the hell out. Right. Like, but it's something that's so good for us. It's changing our environment. Like how many people have moved from their hometown to a new state and then gotten so much more of a, um, a learning experience out of it. Like I had the pleasure of one of my best friends is from India and I got to live with him for a couple of years. I learned so much more about a different culture and a way of life that mm-hmm. added value to mine. So that way, when I meet people from that background, I can have that discussion with them. I can relate to them off of those things and say, oh yeah, my friends from there, like we can go over those things and oh, your history right. is this. Oh, I know what that symbol means. Like that adds value to you. But if mm-hmm. I wasn't comfortable enough to have that conversation or putting myself in a position to really learn, like I wouldn't have that under my belt. Like change comes from just simple, like, and you want it to be simple. Mm-hmm. The more complex it is, the less it's going to happen, right? Like if you came in and I told you, I'm like, I want you to eat this much broccoli. I want you to eat this much of this and this much of this. It's going to be complicated. It's going to be too it's much. Overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. Super overwhelming to somebody who's adapting their entire lifestyle. But if you came right. in and I said, all right, your whole objective this week is I want you to eat one, one thing of broccoli every day, but that's it. It's your whole objective. Focus on it. Get it done next week. Let's talk. Let's see how tough it was. See if there was a change. And let's see if we're going to stay focused on this or adapt a new one. Simple changes that will stack is what adds value to you. Right. Right. You didn't just become the person you are like that, like a snap of a finger. You Everything stacked over time and you added, added more value each step. It's much easier to focus on a small step and making it consistent than it is to add 15 steps at the same time. Like easy things are like, if I told you to drink one more glass of water a day, is that really a hard step? No, you can do it anytime. You can grab it anywhere you need to, but it's going to make you realize that you can build a habit. And to me, we are just a culmination of habits. Like you're not a nice person. You do nice things that make you a nice person. Right. Build the habits if you want to be. Like if you look at somebody like, man, I wish I could be like them. What habits do they do? What is their life like? Yeah. Like if you look at somebody who's a millionaire and you want to be there, like, don't think of what they're doing right now. Ask them what they did to get to where they are and then start following those habits. Like build yourself up. Don't just imagine that you're going to go from level one to level 60. You got to go through the stages, brother. Well, yeah. And it's, I mean, you look at any house you look at, you know, whether it be a, a 800 square foot shack up until, you know, a 50,000 square foot mansion. It's still built a brick at a time. Yep. You know what I mean? Each brick is laid individually. You and know, each I, brick matters. It's in brick matters. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And it's it's small steps. And I've said this over and over again. The small steps add up to these huge things. And if they, you know, like like you said, you know, try to eat broccoli for a week. You know, that's a small and and the and the overwhelming, you know, or the the overall scheme of things, it's a very small change. So if you can make those small changes, imagine these bigger changes you're going to be able to make, like running, you know, or walking another uh, another half mile or a mile or yeah. two miles or whatever, yeah. or you know, bench pressing, uh, you know, fifty pounds, sixty pounds, seventy pounds, and just going up in increments. Yeah. I mean, because those small steps, like you said, make huge changes in the end. Yeah. Like I like to ask people at the beginning of the year, like if they have a New Year's resolution or stuff like that, to mm-hmm. look look at the end of the year. You have fifty two weeks. Imagine if you added a new habit every week. You'd be a completely new person. Yeah. You'd have 52 changes by the end of the year. 
how many of us look back at the year and go and would wish to have 20 changes in our lives, <laughs> right. let alone 52? You'd be a completely new person by that point. But we're so focused on wanting the end result without doing the small steps in the process that build us there. How do you climb a mountain? One step at a time. Right. Like, that's it. Like, if you look at the top of the mountain and be like, it's going to take me forever to get there. Yeah. Of course, but look down at your feet and just start doing it. Right. Start doing like I have a, a big thing that I do not like the word try because I don't understand it. Like you either doing something or you're not doing something. Yoda had it right. Do or do not. There is no try. Like when somebody says, well, I'm trying. I'm like, what does that mean? Show me what trying looks like. I don't know what it is. You're either doing something at, at some level or scale or you're not doing it. If you go to the gym and do one squat a day, you're doing it. That's it. But if you don't go to the gym, there's no try in between. There's no like, ah, I tried to go there and I didn't like you, you didn't or you, or you did. Right. It's really what it breaks down to whether positive, negative, good or bad, whatever that is from your perspective, but do something about it. Like there's so many times where we hear and we, and we, and we think about where our life could be or we're like, man, I wish I had a million dollars and all of that. Or I wish mm -hmm. I was in this place or I wish I lost all the weight. Don't wish do it. Yeah. Like when, if it's something in your mind and if it's a goal in your mind and you don't write it down, that's a wish. That's not a goal. When right. you write it down, it becomes a goal. When you plan it out, it's going to happen. Like you have to do those steps though. Don't blame the world for it. You can do it. Like you said, like you've been in rough places before. Absolutely. Yeah. You've been at the lowest of lows, mm -hmm. but what you did was you stood the hell up and you did something about it. Yeah. And that's what it really breaks down to. Are you willing to do something about it? Are you willing to take the hits and keep getting back up? Mm -hmm. Like success is measured by, it doesn't matter how many times you fail. Success is measured about getting up one more time than you've been knocked down. Yeah. Super simple. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's so true too. I mean, it's, I know it sounds so cliche. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like. They're cliches for a reason right. though. Because That's they're the damn, they're fucking true. Yeah. They're seriously. I mean, it's, it, it bugs me sometimes like, oh, that's just so cliche. That's like, but they're fucking true. I mean, look, I've hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. I've been down to the rock bottom a couple of times. You know, I thought there were times where I thought I hit rock bottom and it wasn't rock bottom. It was just a softer dirt and then, then rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And you know, when I, even when I came to you, I, at that point, when I thought I came to you, I'm like, that's, this is my rock bottom. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't do certain things because of my back injury. And I worked so well with you and you kicked my ass and we trained well. And I was losing, losing weight, being successful. But as soon as I left here, I get back into my old habits mm -hmm. and I said, you know, well, you know, anxiety took over, depression took over. Those yeah. are, I mean, just in, like I said, we'll talk about in future episodes, but it's just these constant battles you put up with every day with, with those two, especially with those two anxiety and depression, but just mostly self doubt, yeah. you know, and, and that's one thing you, you created in this environment here at Stone Cypher Fitness is that, you know, there is no self, you get rid of the self doubt. You pretty much eliminate it yeah. because, you know, you say, look, you are good enough. Mm -hmm. You just have to want it. Yeah. You have to want it. That's yeah. why you always say it. It's the first thing you say when you walk in. It is about you. Mm -hmm. Nobody else. It is yep. about you. And it's so true because honestly, dude, I mean, I, even when I left here and I, you know, I, I was, I was coming to you and you're like, look, man, this is what you got to do. This is what you got to do. And this is what you got to, you know, and, and you were just, you were there for me and you were encouraging me no matter what. Mm -hmm. But the number one thing you says, don't fucking give up, mm -hmm. you know, just keep going. Yeah. And that's when I kept, you know, I, I end all my, my posts on Facebook and Instagram with, you know, not looking back and moving forward, know. you know, hashtag not looking at hashtag moving forward. And it, it's, it's helped me because it's like, I, I don't want to be back where I was. And, you know, when I thought I was at rock bottom, but back in March 14th of last year that or March 13th is when I hit rock bottom, when I met with my doctor and she looked at me and says, yeah, you got to lose this weight. And she then took me into a room and says, there's a reason I don't have 40 year old patients at your weight. Now I was granted, I was 34 at the time, Yeah, but she said, there's a reason I don't have 40 year old patients at your weight. It's because they're dead. And it's, and that was a slap in the face that I needed. Mm -hmm. And it was that next day is when I got up and said, I, there is no fucking choice. It's either this or death. What do I want? And honestly, dude, it, it was, it was one of those things where it's just like, then it, like, as soon as that came in, I'm like, I didn't mean to, I don't mean to sound the sexual, but I thought about you when I was taking a shower. Because, <laughs> oh yeah. Because yeah, I'm getting up and I'm getting ready. And <laughs> let's talk a little bit lower voice when I talk about this. <laughs> I was getting up and getting ready. No. Um, so, but I was, when I was getting up and getting ready, I'm like, you know, can I do this? You know, I mean, first when I hit rock bottom, I was still questioning myself. I'm still having that self doubt, you know? And I'm like, can I do this? Can I, and you're the, you were the voice in my head saying, yes, you fucking can. Yeah. Enough. Stop yeah. self doubting. Stop. Just stop. 
Believe in yourself. You want it. You want it. You fucking go get it. Yeah. And like you yeah. said, strength is earned. Yeah. It's yeah. on you, man. It's on it's you. It's all on you. Like, I have, like, one of the hardest things for me to do is to deal with a victim mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do it. Like, I just I just don't understand it. Because no. I've been in toughest positions in my life. And that's oh, not to yeah. say that nobody else has. But yeah. I've been in real tough positions. But I've never been a victim. Like, I don't blame the, the world for what happens to me. I look at myself and say, because no matter what... I'm the only person who can change anything. Right. If I don't like my environment, get the hell out of it. If I don't like where I'm at in life, change it. Right. But it's on it's on me. Like at the end of the day, like I have a term like I use with A all the time. I'm like, your happiness is on you. My job is to make me happy. Your job is to make you happy. And right. then we come together and make each other happy. But it's not my job. If you're unhappy, look in the mirror and figure out what's changing that. What's not there? What are you missing? Where's your joy? Where did it go? But it's on you. Like every day you got to wake up and look in the mirror. Every day you got to look at the person in there and tell them, I'm either going to go out and do something to change and improve myself, or I'm just going to stay where I'm at. But either way, you got to look at you at the whole time. Like, it's got to be coming from the self, right? We don't want to put self-doubt or put ourselves right. down, but you also want to don't boost yourself up as this like great person that, that there's does no wrong either. Right. You have to be look at yourself objectively. That's why I said there's a difference between um, looking at self-awareness and self-acceptance. You can be aware that you have problems, but right. until you accept them and then start to do something about them, nothing's going to change. Like people that are alcoholics are self-aware. They know they're alcoholics, right? right? They keep doing it. Right. But until they accept who they are and then start to make the steps forward to change that and, and seek out help. Help. nothing's going to change out of that environment. We're really good at being self-aware. We're really terrible <laughs> at being self-accepting. Like we don't look at ourselves and accept ourselves for who we are and, and recognize that like none of us have all of the traits. None of us have all the good stuff and none of the bad stuff. We all got trade-offs. We all got trauma. We all got shit in our backs in our back pockets that bother us, but accept who you are because you don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know if you have another life. You don't know what's happening afterwards. So the faster you can accept yourself and, and be the best version of you is the faster or you're going to be a happier person, man. Like, like for you, your weight does not define you, right? Right. You know, like your weight is not who you are. Like I say it all the time, like your weight is just a physiological response to life, but you are you and underneath everything. You are still the same person and who you choose to be of it. Like don't like nothing on your external defines you. Like I got tats on me. That doesn't make me a hoodlum. Does it like, no, like that's just a part of me, but who I am internally is what decides that. Am I going to be a strong person that helps pick other people up? Or am I going to person that blames the world for it? I just, I just can't understand that mentality. Like we just lost Kobe. So like, and his whole thing is like, I don't understand somebody who doesn't work hundred percent. Right. I don't get it. I don't understand how you work. I don't understand how you get up every day and not give your hundred percent and all and be the best version of you possible. Cause that's all you got a choice to do, man. That's on you. Everything else can happen randomly, but I, every day is your opportunity to be the best Pat possible, to be the best dude you can possibly be. Don't waste that shit. It, you know how much, how everything had to go right for you to live in this world? Right. How much had to go right for you just to exist? Yeah. But then we wasted on the fact of like, oh, comparing us to somebody else's pictures on Instagram or somebody else's fake life or fake happiness. It's 99% bullshit. Bullshit. All yeah. Just all over it. Like, I, like, that's why I try to be authentic. Like, when you go to my social media, when you go to like my representation, I don't want you to feel a difference between my video and when you walk through my door. I'm the same motherfucker. Every single mm-hmm. day. Tell Adrian the same thing. I'm like, you pick me, man. You got This is who you get for the rest of your life. Like, I'm not going to. I was day one. Same dude that I am now. I've grown a lot. I've become a better man. Everything along the steps. But I'm the same motherfucker. That's right. it. Like, that's who I'm going to be. And I'm not going to. If you don't like it, I, I'm sucks for you because I'm a great motherfucker. But right. I'm a, I wish you happiness in your life. But just be who you are, man. Like, so many people waste so much time worrying about shit that doesn't matter. Like... Hey. It's, you know, and it's true, you know, and I think we got caught up in that whole, you know, comparing your chapter one to everybody else's chapter 15, because, you know, they're, you know, you got to remember they, they're first off majority, you always see the before and the after you never see the journey and the majority of the shit on Instagram, it's just Photoshopped. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, people that are trying to do diet bets or whatever, you know, trying to just, they're trying to make money off you somehow or just trying to, and look, you know, if that's what they want to do, if they want to be a so called influencer, you know, whatever. And and the people can't see out there, I put air quotes (laughs) influencer. There's actually someone I follow that that's uh, on Instagram that's an anti-influencer nice. influencer. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, that's so and funny. so you know they're all they're all about it, but it's um, but it's 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 so true. You cannot you compare yourself to that fantasy world of Instagram and Facebook and oh, 
all these social media platforms and you know it, it, talking to real people and and just like like this like this podcast like I'm talking to you man you're telling it real telling the real story of what it's actually about how it takes a shit ton of work to get where you need to be and how you say strength is earned yeah. and no doubt about it Absolutely. because if you sit there you can sit there and wish all you want like you said you can sit there and wish all you want but until you write it down it's always going to be a wish yep. it's never going to be something that you have to complete mm-hmm. and do you know turn those wishes into do's i mean yeah. i'm i i swear to god i could pull so many fucking quotes out of this conversation <laughs> and i could i mean but it's so true i mean yeah. it, i mean everything you said today is just i mean it's inspired me. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to inspire other people because yeah. I'm trying, you know, I'm losing this weight, but it's like shit coming in here. It's like, it's like a vitamin B shot, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and learning everything. But it just, it, it's, it's so true. You have to really, you know, you have to really worry about you and yourself and, and be the better you that you, that you know, you can be, yeah. you know, because you're not, I mean, look, who are you trying to impress? Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, yeah. when it comes down to it, who the hell are you trying to impress? Just be you, mm-hmm. be you, strength train, whether it's cardio, whether it's what, whatever you're doing, whether you're gaining weight, losing weight, yeah. whether you're just trying to build a business or build a something, you just be, be truthful to who you are and who you're going to be. And honestly, like you said, shit will just take off. Yeah. I mean, it's very, it's some, you'd be surprised how automatic sometimes life is. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, any, any parting words for advice for people out there, out there that are really struggling right now, um, you know, that are listening to this and saying, you know, I, I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and I, I feel like I'm just, I'm not getting anywhere or I'm not, you know, I'm not doing it right. Or I don't know. I'm just, I can't, I'm trying to find that encouragement. And what are the, what are the words you have for those people out there? Right now? I'd tell you the best thing that, that has come to me is. Find somebody that is within the things that you're looking for. Find a coach, find somebody within that realm in any way, shape, or form of what you're looking for and make sure they care about you. And it's pretty easy to tell if someone cares about you. Mm-hmm. Like be very perceptive, like ask for what you want out of this too, but find somebody who's knowledgeable and cares about you to the deepest part of their core and wants to see you succeed even more than you do. Like that's the thing. Like every person who walks through the door, man, I, I guarantee I want to see you succeed more than you do. Right. Because to me, that's what brings me joy and happiness is mm-hmm. watching people be successful. Watching my, one of my lifters hit a number they've never hit. Watching somebody lose a hundred pounds when they never thought it was possible to lose 20. Like that's what makes things enjoy to my life. Find somebody who cares about you to push you and make them hold you accountable and don't be defensive about it. That's a huge thing to me is when you go to hire a coach, don't be defensive. Don't fight their process. Do it. Right. Like if they care about you and they, and the right thing, be like, give them feedback when you hit a plateau, like tell them how you're at and where you are. If you're emotionally suffering, if you're mentally taxed, whatever it may be, but be honest with yourself, be, be honest with them, be real, but reach for your potential. Don't suffer, don't settle for anything less than your potential. If you don't, if you feel like you could be better than you are, go for it every time. I guarantee none of us are where we could potentially be. I guarantee there's no one out there who's like, nope, I'm complete. This this is who I am. This right. is the best version of me. <laughs> no, you shoot for the best version of yourself every single day and make it consistent. Like, look mm. for your consistency. Mm. You are built off of your habits. That's basically what it is. If you're not a morning person, get the fuck up in the morning and keep doing it. Like, right. That's so simple. Like, you want to become a morning person? All it takes is getting up. That's it. All it takes is that. Change your life. But, like, be honest with yourself. And find someone that cares about you enough to teach you and help keep you motivated. Right. Right. And trust that person to do their job. Trust that person to help assist you. Ask for a ask for a hand up when you fall down. Right. Don't feel like you got to do this world on your own. You are and always will be part of a tribe. You will be always needing another person with you. The more secluded a person is, the worse they feel. Guarantee that. The more of a hermit that we become, the worse that we become. 100%. Like we did studies in monkeys where we gave them everything they could ever want within food, within shelter, all of that. But we took love away and they just start dying because it's something so crucial to us is a connection with another person, a connection with each other. And what's more motivating than someone else who loves you, cares about you, and just wants to uplift you and see the best version of you and keeps pointing it out to you until you find it. Right. If you're in a low place, find somebody who's going to be your hype man. That's what you want. You want a hype man. Yeah, like, it's I, true. In the best day of the world, like I love having a hype man. When you come in, yeah, like I, that's <laughs> that makes my world. Like I've always like wanted a hype man, so I'm just trying to be everybody else's hype man. Because in the end of the day, I don't care about anybody's opinion, but helping you. Find yourself a hype man. Find somebody who who just wants to boost you up, present you. Like 
that's what is, is important there is finding the people there and surrounding yourself in an environment to be successful. If you feel low, look at your environment. Do you feel like the people around you are helping you or hurting you? If they're hurting you, you need to find people that are going to help you. You got to let go of them completely. You just got to spend less time with those people who are not helping you progress. Spend more time with the people around you that are helping you succeed. I have a rule in my life. I got a round table. I got five seats. If you take more than you give, I, I wish you the best, but you can't sit at my table. What we do here is be successful and watch each other grow. If you're not here for that, don't sit down. I wish you the best. I hope you do get where you want to be. I hope the best for your life. But you want to sit at this table? You got to give a lot because I'm going to give a lot. That's mm-hmm. the whole point. And like, I want people around me that are going to push me and strive for me. I don't want somebody on there. Oh, it's okay. You can have a couple extra donuts. No, I want you to call me out. Like slap that thing out of my hand. Right. I'm Tyrone and slap that <laughs> damn thing out of your hand. Yeah. That's what I want you to do. That's the type of person you want to be surrounded with. Right. Find those people that are going to help boost you when you find low because all of us hit our lows. Mm-hmm. You know, you hit your lows, but then what happens in the back of your mind? Who's the person you hear in the back of your mind? The people that want to see you be successful. The people that you know previously that put a hand out and said, get the fuck up. Right. Be who you are. Be who you are meant to be. Don't be this sad little self person that you that's half-assing it. Be who your potential is. Like, always act as though your children are watching you. Always act as though the people that you inspire are right behind you at all times. That will keep you on pace. That will keep your character high. Integrity is huge. Like, when you leave the gym, yeah, you can be really happy in the gym, right? I'm Mm -hmm. pushing you. I'm giving you motivation. Bang! But if you leave and you go eat a ho-ho, like, you're showing that the integrity doesn't doesn't transfer out of here. And that's on both of us. It's on me to help you find the way to do that and realize that you're not in that place. It's also on you too to make that decision. Are you going to go and be one person here and another person there? Are you going to be consistent? Are you going to be that the same dude all the time? Mm -hmm. Are you going to be able to be successful all the time? And there's not going to be that case. You're not always going to be successful. You're going to be challenged. You're going to be triggered. You're going to find those things. But are you 90% of the time doing the best that you can do and then sitting down and and recovering whenever you need to? You got to take care of you, man. That's what it really breaks down to. You got to earn what you get in this world. And I think that's a huge. Your strength. You got to earn that strength. Well, I think we're going to end it there. I think that's, uh, I mean, I, like I said, I'm inspired. I hope all of you are inspired. Uh, again, we, if you're in the Metro Detroit area and you're looking for your hype man, uh, come and see John Stone Cipher <laughs> at Stone Cipher Fitness in Canton, Michigan, uh, at the corner of Sheldon and Fort Road. Yep. And uh, you can find them online at where at? StoneCipherFitness.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as well. Awesome. And all under Stone Cipher Fitness at yeah, Stone Cipher Fitness. Stone Cipher Fit. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Excellent. Well, John, I appreciate uh, your time today, man. Yeah. And I know, you know, like I said, you've helped me so much uh, throughout my journey. Journey. And even after I left here, you you know you were you were my fucking hype man. Yeah. You know, man, you got this. You can do this. You yeah. can do this. And I mean, I honestly, like I said, I don't want to go back to the shower incident, but I, was, <laughs> I mean, you were in my head in that shower that first yeah. day when I woke up and yeah. I, March March fourteenth when I said yeah. I I need to change my life. Yeah. And you were the one in the back of my head going, get the fuck out there yeah. and do it. Yeah. That makes me the happiest person in the world to know that like I've influenced you even when I'm not there. <laughs> that's that's the thing that brings joy to life, man, yeah. is knowing that you make an impact when you're not even there. Like you can be miles and miles and miles away, but knowing that it like in the back of your head, you're like, you know what? That dude believes in me, so I'm going to believe in me. Exactly. And then really that's what it boils down to is you sometimes you can have all the people believe in you all you want, but if you don't believe in yourself, then what the fuck's the sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you said, strength is earned. Damn straight. Well, again, John, thank you so much for being part of this podcast today. I've been inspired. I know a lot of people out there are going to be inspired. And John is offering something pretty cool. If you mention this podcast, you are, if you're in the Metro Detroit area, you will get a free class. Yes, that's right. A free class. You can find them at stonecipherfitness.com. S-T-O-N-E-C-I-P-H-E-R fitness.com. Also on Instagram and Facebook, Stone Cipher Fitness. Well, that's going to do it for this week. I appreciate all of you listening out there. And please remember to like, to subscribe, to download, to comment, to rate, whatever you want to do. Just come and hang out with us every single Wednesday. This is the Weight Down Life Up podcast.